to the Stanford podcast. I'm Graham Hook, currently at home. If we thought last week's recording was strange in a very quiet Toby Norris, seven days on, we are socially distancing ourselves from each other. But we are all here in our respective homes. Lucy, how are you doing? Good, thank you very much. Yeah, drinking sort of free wine. Is it free if it's in your own house? No, not really, is it? <laughs> Maths was never my strong point. <laughs> it's cheap. It's cheaper to drink in your own house than in a pub, isn't it? I think that's the point I was trying to make. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Uh, uh, Molly, how are you doing? Hello. Yes, I'm all good. Also drinking wine. <laughs> but yeah, all good. And for people that don't know when we record, it is the evening. So um, this isn't some... Lunchtime rouge. Uh, Mid-morning uh, yeah. bed. <laughs> yeah. We're sensible. It's past the watershed, pretty much, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well passed, well passed. So um, for those of you thinking you've gone mad and lost a week, you haven't, is uh, some good news. But because we've had some positive feedback, people keep listening and we all thought you may want something to do. Um, we certainly did. We've decided to go weekly. So from now on, the podcast will be available every single Friday. So in a week of bad news, I hope in some respects that is a bit of good news. Ooh, uh, absolutely, it's good news. Yes. Of course it is. <laughs> so how are we getting through the week um, since we... Since we last got together, whilst it was very different, we were still able to go to the pub. Um, so it was very quiet. But um, since then, as predicted somewhat, it has all changed. So how are you finding it? How are you getting through? Any recommendations to provide some form of sanity? Yeah, it's it's an odd one, really. It's the first, um, really. I'm lucky enough to be able to work from home and do what I do from home. So my main change is obviously just my location um kind of being obviously in the house all the time um but my actual job hasn't really changed that much which is really nice um because it keeps like one part of normality in all of this but yeah just ticking along trying to go outside on my my one allowed slot um do some serious steps around town or go up into the fields um up to burley yeah just keep myself busy lots of diy house stuff painting I mean, isn't coloring cooking baking honestly i'm just keeping myself busy and that's it yeah for me it's um is it is it inappropriate to say that i'm actually quite enjoying it in a weird way but give me another week or so i might be like get me yeah out i was here. gonna say have another week of doing yeah. it and we'll see how we feel next week when we're recording it <laughs> but it's i mean a lot has changed since last week i mean my yeah. daughter's 11 she's in year six she her last day at school for who knows how long uh on friday um i i have every confidence that that she'll go back to school at some point because it was all it's a bit traumatic for kids and they're you know it's their last year of primary school and they don't know if they're going to go back and be in the same classroom again all of a sudden um although it's also quite interesting having a child because we we went out for sort of a last supper on I think last Wednesday we went to Peyton and she sat there going this is the kind of thing that's going to be in history and you know will people will learn about in the future it's like yeah it is exactly that but what I've noticed I need to do is get some kind of schedule in. People respond really well to schedules. Like it, 
it's all very well being at home all the time, but I find that I get distracted and I do one thing and then I find myself doing another thing and I'm still meant to be working as well, meant to be working, <laughs> just in case my boss listens. Absolutely <laughs> am working, obviously, <laughs> but, I need, um, but I need a kind of start work then, end work then, you know, yeah. fit it all in because you get distracted when you're at home and I end up taking the dog for a walk and I'll do an hour here and an hour there and, you know, I think structure is really important. In the last three days, so many things have been pulled together for kids, for adults, to try to create that routine and try to keep people physically and mentally healthy as well. Then have you seen that the Joe Wicks daily class that he's doing? Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it at nine o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, I've seen that. I need to get involved. Yeah, it's great because it's like a PE lesson. You know, it's it's all about keeping active and actually it's such a good way to start your day I mean you're a personal trainer for goodness sake so obviously you know but and you're into your fitness but there might also be a lot of people that aren't they really give any attention to their fitness necessarily but as a result of this we'll go do you know what I'm going to train for a marathon I've never thought I had the time or the inclination before but now is the opportunity to do that so yeah for yeah. sure I was reading today, so because the Joe Wicks thing, I've been talking to people at work and they've been doing it as well and doing it with their kids. They're working from home. They only go out once a day. So for 30 minutes, they're getting some exercise and spend some time with the kids. And I was reading as well in the paper that 800,000 homes have tuned in. So in many instances, there's going to be more than two people watching that. So the number is just incredible. Day three. Mm. Yeah, I no, think somebody was aiming for a million. They they got close to nine hundred and fifty thousand. Um, I think it must have been yesterday or maybe this morning, and he's aiming for a million. But he's brilliant because he does shout outs to people. He's got his brother, I think, on a live feed, like in his ear, telling him who's tuning in and you know giving people shout outs and stuff. And he just makes it fun. He was doing these Spider Man moves today, which involved lunges and things and. And then he kind of turned into Spider-Man. But he makes it fun. And it's like for kids and adults and everybody to get together. And there's that amazing sense that in doing so, if you tune in at nine o'clock, you're immediately connected with 850,000 other people. And there were people in Japan, in Argentina, just all over the globe. And he talks about how he's been quite overwhelmed by it all. And you know, what a yeah, great thing to be isolated, incredible. yet connected to the globe in that moment. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it's brilliant. And you get some excellent. Yeah. But if people are interested, it's on YouTube. Just search the Body Coach TV um, to give it a go. Um, there was another one I saw called Fitism. So I think you pay a pound for kind of 19 life classes, but they're doing a special thing for uh, the, the elderly. So there were some videos going around today of Care Home showing it. So that's completely free if you're 70 and above. So it's aimed at people who are, don't have the mobility. So they are often chair bound, um, can't do a lot, but are still able to do something. So there's loads of things out there that are supporting people get active and get their bit of exercise. The one I'm trying to do is the Bring Sally Up Challenge and it's press ups or squats. So that's, that's my... What, throughout the whole song? Yeah, so it goes, bring Sally up, bring Sally down, and you go up and down, but then it'll hold. So when you're at the bottom of the press-up, you hold it, or the squat, and then you go up again. So that's quite good. That's my... Whilst we're in lockdown, 
that's my i want to be able to do the press-ups for the three minutes that's the uh oh is that is that your goal that's very good so anything any other recommendations and that there was um they've just said the nhs volunteer scheme they've got now over half a million people that put their name down which is incredible i've signed up to help if, if needed i don't know they obviously they've got double the quota now so whether they'll need as many people i don't know i saw it and i'm a kind of young healthy adult with nothing much else to do apart from my work on a laptop which i can do at any time of the day if i can help people in the local area or you know the pharmacies or the hospitals whatever it is that they want it could even just be phone calls um i'd be happy to help it gives me something to think about and do over these next few weeks and i think it was a really good scheme um yeah and the fact that they've yeah. smashed the, the volunteers um like the amount they wanted obviously just shows i think there's a lot of people wanting to come together right now and help so it's really nice yeah people want to support and do their do their bit they've done where i live they've done a um like a little mini community so there's a key group of contacts i think there's five or six of us basically so when someone wants something one of us will then go and get it or whatever it may be mm -hmm. um and i do i put myself down for that really just to try and do something you kind of feel a bit helpless in a lot of cases but with someone who's got a um, grandmother in a care home who can't visit can't do anything with those that aren't at that stage of still living at home the idea of those people being isolated is horrible so mm. just being able to do something to support so you kind of other than the stay at home and keep out of the way it's kind of you know what is there anything more we can do to say fit young healthy what can we do to help others yeah that's exactly how i felt if i can do it then why not just do whatever we can for sure yeah definitely um but yeah so that's for my time apart from that the only other thing that i've discovered which isn't a discovery and probably everyone else in the world knows about it but we just don't listen to the radio at work so i wake up with greg james on radio one i go home with grimmy on radio one but i always miss the middle two um obviously clara Ampho and then scott mills and yeah I, they're my new favorite things i can't believe i've not been listening to them for however long they've been on for um imagine if you go beyond radio one what you would discover I as well I there's do a love, whole world out there i do love radio i i do love radio and i just because we don't have it on at work it you don't i would never think mm -hmm. to tune into it for me radio was very much a car thing um and yeah. when at work i listen to spotify or or you know just music yeah. Um, so that's one of my discoveries that has been mm. loving Scott Mills's radio. Radio amazing. Radio has that thing. T television doesn't have it. And someone that travels a lot with work or an office job listens to radio all day. You feel like you're in that mm. conversation. And you go back to them every day and you rekindle that conversation they were having. It just like gets everyone involved. It's mm. really nice. So for the first time ever, we have a quiz. Woo! 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 <laughs> so excited. Come on. I have 10 random questions, so people can play along as they're listening, pen and paper, or just keep it in your head. Answers at the end, no cheating, and let us know you get on. So, <laughs> question number one. In what city was Boris Johnson born? <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> what is that I wonder accent? if it's I have no clue. Oh, God. Oh dear, can you give us a clue? Like, was it in um, England? Carry on, next one. Can't have 
no, you can't give us a clue, or no, it was not at this stage. We'll do all ten, and then if we agree on clues, then we'll go back to some questions. Are you sure it was this city? So there was a cathedral in it, was there? <laughs> Question number two. <laughs> what? Who oh. was the second man on the moon? Oh, why not the first? I know the first. Everyone knows the first. Well, everyone, well most people exactly. know the second. Um. Oh, I, I should know. know this because there was a thing about it on the crown. Oh no! <laughs> because it was the guy who went yes, first, and it was the next. It was the, the next American out of the rocket, wasn't it? Yeah, the second. Oh no! The next it was the next American out of the rocket. Yeah, that's who it was. <laughs> now you just need the. They went down the ladder. Mm. Just after right. hops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I mean I wrote down someone, I don't know if it's right or not. Okay. But yeah. Question number three. What is the capital of Denmark? Oh, that's a very blank face. <laughs> Question number four. Right. Produced by Mark Ronson and released in May 2009, who sang the song Red? Red. Red. <laughs> Red. Is this a trick question? No, I just want the singer. So produced Mark oh. Ronson and released in 2009, who sang the song Red? Okay. Question oh. number five. Who voiced Princess Fiona in Shrek? Yes, I actually know this one. Oh, I know that one. Got it. Question number six. James Corden presents what nightly TV show in the US? And this has to be the exact answer. Mm. I don't know if I know the exact answer, but I've got an idea. Question okay. number seven. The Solheim yeah. Cup is a tournament in where what sport is played? The what cup? Solheim Cup. The Solheim Cup is a tournament in where what sport is played? Question number eight. Glastonbury Festival takes place in what county? Ooh. Ooh, I do know this and it's going to happen. Which one is it? I've got it. I went to school down there. I don't think I can spell oh it. God, what, question, what question number are we on? And oh, no, I'm getting lost now. Oh, I don't know that cup no. one. So that was eight, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Question number nine. What number is green on a roulette wheel? Good questions, Graham. These are yeah, interesting and they're all so different from each other. They are. Ooh. That's not <laughs> Quizmaster. In 2013, Ooh. Stanford was rated the best place to live in a survey by whom? Got it. The right. answer is so. In what city was Boris Johnson born, Molly? I guessed Reading. I don't even know if it's a city. Mm. I, I said Winchester. I know it's not true, but I'm just saying Winchester because I know that it's a city. <laughs> and the answer is New York. Oh. oh. One wrong. Question number two. <laughs> Uh, question number two, who was the second man on the moon, Lucy? I think it's Buzz, isn't it? 
Isn't it Toy Story Buzz? Buzz Aldrin. Holly? See, I knew it was Buzz, but I didn't know his second name, so I just wrote Buzz. Called him Lightyear. <laughs> Do uh, I get Buzz... half a point for Buzz? Buzz, uh, you can have, Buzz, you can have half, yeah, half a point. Yay. What? Okay. I'll let you have that. Woo. Three. What is the capital of Denmark? Holly. Holly doesn't know. I do. Oh. I remembered. Oh, did you? I think. Oh, crikey. Copenhagen? <laughs> yeah. So Not Copenhagen so. just came to you, did it? You haven't just Googled it. Are you implying <laughs> that I'm, I'm cheating? <laughs> No. <laughs> it came to me. I told you, I knew it in the depths of my brain. I just needed to think a bit harder. So, question number four. Produced by Mark Ronson and released in May 2009, who sang Red? Lucy? No idea. I've written Duffy, because she basically fell off the face of the planet about that time. Don't know. Molly? Well, I put Taylor Swift because she has a song called Red, but I'm not sure if it's produced by Mark Ronson, and I'm pretty sure I'd know if it was. Daniel Merriweather. Who on earth is that? <laughs> well, many people will you'll, know. And you'll recognise the song. It's one of those songs they just play on the radio all the time, but like you don't actually know what song it is. Mm. I feel. Okay. If not, it's a good song if you've not heard it. Question number five. Who voiced Princess Fiona in Shrek? Both know this? Yeah. Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Correct. Uh, question number six, James Corden presents what nightly TV show in the US? The Late Late Show? Lucy? Um, I've just called it The Late Show. Is it The Late Late Show? The Late Late Show. Yay! Oh. Can I have half a point? No. no the Late Show. It's a different program. There's another program. That's why I said you have to be. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And I kind of had a feeling it was going to be wrong on that basis, but I knew it was some kind of late show, so I wrote the late show. <laughs> so, the Solheim Cup is a tournament in where what sport is played? I guess skateboarding. I've written the most random thing I could think of, but the first thing that came into my head was curling. Oh, uh, you're both wrong, it's golf. No, I had golf oh, written oh. down and I crossed it out to go with something more wacky. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I literally have golf written here. It's the Women's Ryder Cup. Oh. Number eight, Glastonbury Festival takes place in what county? Somerset. I went to school there, so I know all about Somerset. I went with Gloucestershire, which I don't feel like is that far from there. Okay, but it's am I wrong? You are. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've got the wrong county, therefore you are wrong. <laughs> Question number nine. What number is green on a roulette wheel? Molly, correct. Zero. Zero. Yeah. yeah. One point each. And... Question number 10. In 2013, Stanford was rated the best place to live in a survey by whom? Wasn't uh, it the Telegraph? The Telegraph. No, the Sunday Times. Oh. oh. Damn it. 
theory me i'm sure the telegraph have said something very similar about it i'm sure well everyone has really yeah exactly that should just be a long list of people and things and publications Uh, you got the wrong answer Mm. so uh answers scores what do we get okay uh i got four and a half which i think (gasps) five and a half (laughs) (laughs) so the other thing we want to do and we want to make this podcast especially with what's going on in the world is a bit of fun and a bit of bringing a smile to some people's faces so we want to share what people either didn't know or thought they did know because they were told by either their parents or friends. So perhaps they're a little bit gullible. So, <laughs> like me, a couple of, yeah. a couple of examples um, we've got. So something that you may not know is when you pull up into a petrol station and you don't know what side your um, what you don't know, you know where your petrol cap is. I forget yeah. nearly every time. Yeah, mm. do you know how to? There is a bit, something on your dashboard that tells you. Oh. A little symbol is for the petrol pump when it says where when your petrol gauge is. There's a little arrow on it. And that arrow is the side of what it is. And there we are. I never thought you would ever tell me anything useful. Love it. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I did not know that one. That is quite. I have to do the classic panic and then look in my mirrors and try and see if I can see the outline of the petrol cap yeah. on each side of my car. Yeah. So, so yeah. we want useful or useless facts like that, which some people don't know, but that now is a change, game changer. Or that absolutely is, yeah. What people have been told they're gullible. So a great one is um, that someone messaged to say is, um, and I won't say who it was, um, my wife believed me when I said rumble strips at the end of a dual carriageway were to let blind drivers know when roundabouts were coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Beautifully stupid, but they provide lots of laughs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that was might- quite funny. Is that one that you would have fallen through? This is what I mean. Is uh, it like- I-, I feel like I would have fallen for that if you'd told me that before. Um, but they're to slow down, aren't they? Rumble strips. So, well, also, isn't it the fact that maybe there aren't any blind drivers on the road? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean? I I can't. <laughs> I'm awful with these things. You see, Graham's just got his head in his hands. I. Okay. That thought didn't oh, even go through my head. It was what the rumble strips are really for, and they slow you down. But there would be no blind drivers on the road. Very good. So we want people to send them in because, as I say, I think the harmless fun. And I'll put mine in the hat is something stupid that I always thought is in the old days. I thought the world was black and white. Right. Well, I, I just get that all the time because I'm old. People will go, oh, you know, back when everything was black and white. I generally thought that. I thought everything was, everything, the world was black and white. As a kid, that's what I thought. And I felt like, I felt for my parents because they had to live Like in the, in the movies, when you'd see them black and white movies? Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, uh, okay. Got it. So send them in any examples where your friends, wives, your friends, daughters where you've um, spun them a bit of a line and they've either taken it or yourself or even let's say little interesting facts like my um, petrol station that's handy so uh, yeah send them in as Stamford has 
pretty much closed. There are a few places still open whilst they are um, less and less. But Stamford Cheese and Wine Cellar, as of today, is still open. Um, as well, and I know they keep posting and the Stamford Market is still on this Friday. I'm not sure how long it lasts, future weeks, but for this week, it's certainly on. And a lot of people, um, certainly small businesses, have been asking for people's help in terms of buying vouchers so they can't go and shop, um, but to buy vouchers to then claim back at a later date. Um, and I know certainly at Energy, at least, they've said you can buy the vouchers and they will keep the vouchers there for you so you don't have to worry about either getting them delivered or losing them. They'll keep them in store for you. So we'll keep sharing them, but as much as people can do to support those that either are open fully or are at least still trading in some form, I know it's appreciated by everyone. Yeah, definitely. But the most important thing to look out for is this month's edition of Stamford Living. <laughs> yeah, the bad news is it, it does involve my face, but it is really appreciated. Um, <laughs> Nick at Stamford Living, who pulled it together, and Louise, who came and interviewed me, which was slightly strange. But just for the publicity, so I just wanted to thank them because the more we spread the word of the pod and what we're trying to do, the more listeners and hopefully the the better effect or the more effect we can have on Stamford as a whole. Love it. Some good PR for us. We love the, we love the pod and yeah, it's nice to get the yeah. I guess like recognition or <laughs> the, the praise from people. So nice to see you in there. So I think we'll leave it there. So we'll be back in a week's time. We are going to have guests. So for next week's episode, we'll have a guest, um, which we will announce via social media in the coming days. But yeah, so it will be next Friday. But for that guest as well, we will be looking for some questions for them, particularly given what's going on in the world right now. So look out for that on our social media channels. It's at Stanford Podcast to find us. So get in touch, send us a message and we will ask the guest next week.